0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Throllers. I'm joined, as always, with Chris Ronalds, and we got a special guest today, Sam Sloyer. How are you doing, Sam? Yeah,
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So what board, about you, Sammy? Chris? You- yeah, happy to be
2: here. Back to our regular programming. We had a uh, better late than never on uh, the weekend, but uh, back to regular Wednesday programming. Here we go.
0: Love it. Uh, so right. the reason we got you on here, Sam, is because uh, we've got the first update for the Melbourne Disc Golf Club Championships, and uh, Chris and I are pretty excited for that. So we're we're happy to hear what's going on. Like, have you got a, a rough idea of how it's all going to play out yet?
1: Yeah. So I mean, as far as I know, this is the world premiere of the standings of. Uh, people be hearing this for the first time, but yeah, so we got a kind of a good uh, sense of it. I think um, nothing's really changed since the beginning of the year. So what I'm thinking is, you know, we have everybody, we basically have a qualification system. Everybody sends their best rounds in from the social day season. And then we use that to figure out who qualifies at the end of the year. Um, and I think that at the end of the year, we're just going to have a tournament, two round tournament one day, have one round at Ruffy Lake, one round at, uh, Bald Hill and just let let it go you know whoever takes it on the day is the champ
2: KFC it. in between Alan probably
0: oh 100% <laughs> 100%
1: yeah <laughs> yeah especially <laughs> Dude, going figure, from
0: yeah.
1: Ruffy KFC right there exactly yeah, the grease on your fingers just adds a little ex- to extra throws yeah yeah future sponsor a, yeah future sponsor yeah for
0: sure uh do you have a concept yet of uh how many people we're taking from each division because we've got what div a div b div c and then you're bringing in uh, 50 plus and a women's division
1: yeah so it really depends on how many people you know go in for it because you know right now we only have a couple of women who've come in we only have a few from division c so you know we We have, I think, up to about 45 people that can fit on a course on a given day. So, um, you know, it looks to me like we're probably going to skew it more towards probably it's going to be the Division A and the 50 plus is where we've seen the most people so far. And then we'll make it up from there. Um, But, yeah, we can pretty much I, I would say even if you don't think your ratings have been that great if you're in one of these divisions we might have a lot of room for people so don't don't hesitate if you think you're going to play and we also don't know how many people are going to be able to show up on the day either so you know just get get your get your stuff in if you haven't um sent them in yet then you can send them in there's some information on our website on our uh, event section just go to that read it all But in general, you just email in your best ratings from uh, three your three best rated rounds from the social days, one at Bald Hill, one at uh, Ruffy, and the other one from one of the Westside courses. So, yeah, it's pretty simple.
2: And with with who's already um, obviously submitted their rounds, we've got a few trickling in and you've said that 45 is probably going to be the cap and that makes a lot of sense. How many... Players are on our list so far, and um, how's it looking? Who's who's topping the leaderboards as we speak?
1: I think we have 33 people who have sent in so far is my count. And, you know, uh, I guess no one should be surprised that if we go to the Division A, uh, the top is manned by Chris Ronalds. Hey! He's averaging... Averaging over a thousand rated uh, for his submitted rounds, so it's going to be a little bit tough, I think, to knock him off. Um, at present, Ruben is second and he is about what, uh, for almost 40 rating, almost 40 points behind. Um, from there, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. We've got Alan Brunsting.
0: No Jersey. surprise there at all. Uh, definitely not surprised. I'm clearly the third best player at the club. So it's obvious.
1: <laughs> um, and we got some some more club just stalwarts from there. We got Glenn Mazie, Chris Scott, Penn, Taryn, uh, Tim Ware, Matty Faz, and uh, myself bringing in the rear because I haven't logged around at Ruffy Lake yet. So... <laughs> uh, I think that this weekend is the only time uh, I'm going to get around a Ruffy Lake in. So it's a lot oh, of pressure. Oh, it better be good. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I think there's some pretty glaring uh, omissions from the div A's. we've got to see, like we got, I mean, just off the top of my head, I was thinking Ryan Hart hasn't sent in. Aiden Howard hasn't sent in. Daz hasn't sent in. Leo Dykes. Oscar. So it might get pretty competitive to to um, get in, and in the qualification in division A, depending on how many people get in. So, yeah. Oh, definitely,
0: tough. yeah. I'm like, although I'm clearly definitely the third best player of the club, those names do kind of stand out as like a potential fourth. Um, every yeah, single yeah, one yeah. of them. <laughs> So I was going to say, man, I knew you weren't
1: scared, but I, I imagine you're at least, you know, thinking about them.
0: Nah, well, Ruffy is uh, my worst course, so maybe this weekend I can uh, update that and, and cement the legacy, you know?
1: Well, I think that between the ace pot hitting like $1,000 and uh, <laughs> yeah. that being, there being like what, like at least five or six legitimate ace runs on that course. Uh, yeah, probably going to see some people there this weekend.
0: Nice. Uh, And then uh, I'm looking over at Div B, and we've got Tim Stevenson leading the charge there. But uh, in brackets, you've got Cusp. So if his rating gets too high, does that mean that he has to fall into that uh, Div A category?
1: That is the case. And I think he already performed well enough at Bald Hill last weekend to kick him up into Division A. So... We might see some sandbagging from him a little bit. Mm. You know, uh, <laughs> trash his next couple of rounds, get himself at the top of the table in Div B. Who knows? I don't know. I don't want to. You know. I, I'm just saying, I'll be suspicious if he puts in an 800 rated round <laughs> the next go
0: out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next name I'm not familiar with at all, Kurt Bolton. Uh, but he's got three yeah, pretty he's good kind rounds in.
1: Yeah, he's a big Stony guy. He sometimes puts out like a big round at Stony. You can see like his, I think his best Stony rounds like a nine fifty eight rated round. So uh, he knows his way around that track uh, for sure. You've seen him, I think I've seen him pop off an eight under or so uh, around there. So he he can he can put in a score. Uh, I think one of the late edition we got this week uh, was Dimitri Ross is in third place, and then we got some you know. Just the well known club guy, David Gannon, from there, young guy, Matty Pearsall, uh, Ash Brookers, and Chris Koo are all in there in Division B.
0: Yeah, not many Div B guys in there, so that's a bit of a surprise. Maybe that's just because all the Div B guys are 50 years or older.
1: Like, <laughs> that's that probably could true. Could be it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was surprised as well to see not so many Div B, but because uh, it, it seems like every social day there's like 30 people in Div B competing, so. Yeah, it's a big – there's a lot of people in there.
0: Dib C got stuff all in it as well. So we, we need to fire some people up to uh, to get their rounds in and make, make it a bit more hotly contested, I think.
1: Yeah, and Dib C is all the juniors. So we might just make it a juniors division if nobody else kicks in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Tobias, <laughs> Weber, Owen, Maisie, and Lucas Weber. So if it's just going to be the juniors, let's just make it the juniors division. Um. And but, I yeah, think so there needs to be pretty, a
0: genuine inquiry as to why Victoria has more 50-year-old disc golfers than any other state. Like, I think if you combine all the 50-year-old golfers in the other states, still less than Victoria. I, I do not understand it. It's the strongest division going around.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. I guess they travel in packs, these guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else it is. But, yeah, we've got, uh, we've got 10 guys in the – 50 plus division coming out now. There's a little bit of drama, I think, at the top because I don't think Mike Vanderlinden, who is at number at number one right now, is going to be able to make it on the day. So it's going to really open up the top of the top of the table, I think. I think uh, your 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 pops might be looking at that too. He's he's number three in the in the 50 plus. So yeah,
0: yeah. well Jeff's probably but, looking to push a date that Mike cannot attend because Mike's a bit of a killer.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, well, this is looking
2: looking sick as – I remember obviously being part of the original discussions around it and the fact that I think it's, you know, that perfect balance between hopefully being, you know, the club's best players but also being inclusive. So we've got all of that divisions, protected divisions, so there's room for everyone to play – I, you know I want this to fill quickly I want 45 people on that spreadsheet and then I, I want it to be a, a final like final hurdle situation where people are trying to put in their best round and up their up their qualification so they find that spot that's that's going to be the best case scenario for something like club champs.
1: yeah absolutely I think that uh, yeah just to have that nice mix of like you have to qualify for it so you have to put in the work throughout the year. And then on the, but on the day, anybody can take it. I just kind of love that format. So I think it, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice. Maybe we get a, like a really crap weather day and all of a sudden, like it's completely open, you know, who knows what happens. So yeah, it could be, could be pretty, pretty fun. Really I know, that's know.
0: good. I, I love the qualifying aspect of it too. Uh, and it's not that hard. You need three rounds from like our three main sections Throughout the entire year. So anyone who can't put that together, they don't deserve to play the club champs, I would think.
1: Yeah, um, it'd be nice if David Perry got out every now and then. Maybe, maybe get the <laughs> highest rated disc golfer uh, in the state to uh, actually, you know, compete for his home club. But I guess he's, he's a busy Yeah, man.
0: I don't think he's made a single social day this year. So uh, probably not going to make club champs.
1: Yeah, the funny thing was is that I, he seemed pretty keen on. Uh, we had like this thing running at the at the Werribee course that whoever set the course record for it got a free membership, and uh, he said it. He seemed to be like it was him and Sven battling back and forth for it. He got the free membership and he hasn't. He's he's done nothing with it. So come on, Perry, get out of here. Come on. The a- funny
0: a- thing a- is he could probably roll up to the next three social days and set three thousand rated scores and just be like, "What are you t- What are you talking about?"
1: Instantly qualify, yeah, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I've just
0: been timing my run. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, and I and, think you're uh, aiming a little too low, Chris. Like, if, if we're going to get about forty-five in this thing, I want to see ninety-five names on this list. Like, why isn't everyone putting their results in? I, um, we might need. Uh, I'm sure you'll end up publishing this list somewhere, and I want to see some people taking it personally. Like, I want to see someone in DivB looking at, uh, like, Dave Gannon in third place, just for example, and being like, no way, I've got Dave covered and chucking your results in. It's not hard to find them on metrics. Just get them, send them through. And uh, yeah, we, we want to see some people not make it. I, I, I can't wait to see these cut lines.
1: Yes, bring yeah, bring on the cut line. really interesting one. I'm I'm, uh, I'm, also really keen for Ryan Deere to get offended at you being in third place. So we'll see how, how that
0: I'm goes. more interested in him being offended. You called him Ryan Hart.
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely <laughs> went Ryan Hart earlier. Oh, did I? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it. it's, my first, it's my first time. It's my first time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, Yeah, Ryan, there's no way Ryan Deere gets on top of me. I, I can't see it happening.
1: <laughs> Alright, Matt uh, only I because I don't I know if he's
0: out. played over on the west side yet. I don't think he made it to any, to Stony. I don't think he's been to Melton, and his Werribee was a disaster. Well, yeah, so good luck beating me, he... buddy.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. So he's I don't west, I don't he's... see how he does it.
1: Yeah, he's a classic <laughs> sider They can't perform over here. It's well it's well established.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, um, yeah, thanks heaps for coming on and uh, giving us the info. And, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll put it out soon for, for everyone else. And, uh, yeah, guys, get your rounds in. Let's go. Yeah, yeah
1: we'll post it uh, on the club socials this week. So keep an eye out. Please do. Throwers will be
2: sharing that rapidly and banter will be coming thick and fast. Let's get around this, Eagles.
0: Oh, well, that was a nice little catch-up there we had with Sammy Boy. And, um, yeah, keen to keen to see people's reactions and, and see if we get any more rounds submitted after this because, um, yeah, I want to fight for that spot. I don't want to just be handed it.
2: That's for sure. Like, as you rightfully said, you are probably definitely the third best player at the club. And I I think, you know, it's obviously to complete that I am the best player at the club. So um, the, Easily. the top three is sorted, but um, everyone else should come in.
0: Yeah, that fourth spot. It's gonna be hot. So um I'll be very interested in. And yeah, I would love it it'd be hilarious to me if Ryan Deer doesn't make the cut. Um just if you can't play her out in the West, I don't know.
2: Yeah, let's get that uh, let's get on, that let's... let's get that hype train going. That's gonna be uh, yeah, I'm getting pretty pumped for that to be honest.
0: Yeah, me too. Alright, so speaking of pumped, uh the USDGC, we had a bit of a spoiler on our last pod because we were lazy and we did it on the Saturday. And uh, we didn't really see this coming, not how um, not how we really shook it out, I think, at our tips. Oh, I feel I say? feel
2: like if you check the tape, I feel like if you check the tape, I might have said, this might have been the first one that I said, um, and I reiterated that obviously he lost in the playoff a couple of years ago to Paul McBeth, that maybe Kyle Klein just goes on with it and gets it
0: done. Okay, well, never mind. All I remember was my comments, and I assumed yours were shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's good by you. Well, I, I think I ended up saying Simon was going to make the charge, and he got up to third, so uh, not too bad.
2: And who? And, and we, who uh, was your actual tip no, in Your uh, who was your actual tip when you did tipping?
0: Oh, don't even. Know. I took Gannon Burr, and it cost me first place. Cool. If I had uh, Isaac Robertson, who would have been my other tip, that would have. That would have got me first place in our tipping comp, but anyway, second's not too bad. Not too bad. What about what about you? Where'd you shake out in our tipping comp?
2: Oh, I, I I tipped Isaac Robinson, if that's what you're asking. So I was pretty <laughs> I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I also tipped Paige Shoe on the female side. I'm pretty sure she came 41st in the field of 40. Um, <laughs> but no, I think I uh, finished just outside the top 10 of our tipping comp. Unfortunately.
0: Mmm, disappointing. No cash for you. No cash for me. Lots and lots of cash for Kyle Klein, though. Thirty thousand dollars. Wow, we. But he almost, almost didn't get it. So I, uh, I was at work, so I'd seen some of it in the morning, and he was just a million ahead. So I was like, oh, it doesn't even, doesn't even matter about watching it. But when I fought, saw the final scores, I was like, all right, I have to go check out the. The Jomez coverage. Um, and insane. Well, he was nine strokes up with seven <laughs> holes to play. And you win by a stroke? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, not as close as it would seem in the end. Like, uh, when I watched it, it, it looks like sort of disasters about a strike. But he did lay up a putt from like nine meters, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or from like eight and a half um but yeah it was nervy like it was nervy and he, he had his girlfriend with him and they, they they their nerves were like combining to somehow create more nerves and uh yeah it was it definitely got way more tense than it needed to but um it, it was a convincing win weirdly still sort of
0: yeah well there's sheer dominance in that front nine it got to the point where Bradley Williams who, in the end, loses by a stroke, he laid up on, what, hole 14? Yeah. He laid up and I think it was an inside the circle putt, right, to that elevated basket. Right. Because he was so far behind. He's like, well, yeah, what does this one really matter?
2: Yeah. He's trying so to play, like, and he, especially when there's 20 grand for second and third was 10 grand, like, that's a big decision.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, wild times. But yeah, I wonder. I wonder what he thinks about at night now when uh, when he thinks about that part, whether he did the right thing or or not. But um, yeah, it was good on him to keep keep the fires hot and really keep pushing on on Carl. Yeah, exactly. But then uh, yeah, Isaac Robinson, as we mentioned no surprise, massive year. Simon Lazotte, no surprise. And then Calvin, he just he can't not finish top five. I think in these majors you can't tip him to win because he just will never win one probably but uh he's the highest rated disc golfer in the world at the moment and it's because he's in the top five every single tournament so what are you gonna do
2: nicholas antler was someone that i nearly tipped he always does well at usdgc and he has for a number of years but a couple of less familiar names up there. Chris Clemens getting a top 10 at a major. Yeah, that's wild. Can't have done that before. Um, and I, I wonder if Joel Freeman's ever had top 10 at a major either. Don't imagine so.
0: Nah, exactly. And Joseph Anderson, who's in 12th. No idea who that is. Sullivan Tipton, obviously, on lead card basically all weekend. Um, yeah, good good event for the, uh, the no-names.
2: Yeah, but again, just kind of speaks to the fact that, you know, similar to lots of other sports, that that, that next rung of players are elite and on their day, uh, like, can pop off like the, everyone else. And it, it's no longer, you know, as I said a number of times on this potty, it's definitely no longer the Ricky and Paul show. There is a bunch of players that can
0: throw a frisbee. Oh, yeah, 100%. And um, one guy I see popped off is Hjolte Janssen. <laughs> Nailed it. And Yeah, oh, he's he's appeared on the pod before because uh, he's a he's a spicy boy over in Europe and uh, thousand and nine rated so way way behind these big boys but fired up got himself an 18th spot
2: yeah huge
0: mm. and then this is uh, the throw pink that's where we made a mistake yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so we will look at her. she was just so far behind right. Yes. Yeah. But I think the very next round, she shot like a 10 down. Have we, maybe she listened. <laughs> maybe she listened. <laughs> She's like, oh, you guys don't so, so think I could win this one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, my tip ended up winning in the end. Hold on, Hanley. So, I, you know, as always, I'm brilliant um, and never rock. Right. But um, Tata was a million back and then... The very next round, she's like, "Oh no, I might just win it." A ten twenty nine rated third round.
2: Yeah. Nah, huge. Um, you know, obviously remiss of us to counter out, um, but yeah, then uh, couldn't get it done. It went to playoff, didn't it? Couldn't get it done in the playoff.
0: Yeah, it was pretty sketchy though. Did you see? Uh, did you see the eighteenth hole? I did. I did. What are your thoughts? Did she ever go inbounds?
2: Uh, I don't know. And therefore, I think the correct call was made.
0: There you go. Nice. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's too hard. When I first saw the vision, I was like, oh, definitely not. Like, they definitely didn't. And then when you see that slow-mo and you see it kind of actually come in off to the right, and you're like, oh, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So I'm with them. If there's a maybe, it's an in. Yeah, exactly. But it's a wild... That's five grand difference between first and second, so that that's a wild oh uh, we'll give her the benefit of the doubt when you're when you're Kristen and you're on the card <laughs>
2: um and yeah, obviously, yeah that's a big big like breakout victory for Holland, so that's huge um and it's not a major, but it's funny that lots of people obviously it like runs alongside the major, so everyone's kind of treating it like a major, but um Yeah, huge victory nonetheless.
0: Now for sure, anytime you beat Tatar is a very good day. Yeah. Nice. All right. um, What do we got up? Throwers three run sheet for a second. Oh, the throwers three next. Excellent. So I think we need to have a quick look at our old throwers three because we've had some ratings updates, and uh, I think something has come into play.
2: Yeah, definitely. There's been, um, obviously as we expect, you know, and when we went with the 870 to the 899, I think this bracket's really good because players should graduate from this bracket. We, we think that these guys are great players and they should make it to the 900 club. Um, Unfortunately, we've had no graduates yet from our throwers three. Um, So Johnny went up by one and is now 890. Tommy, uh, stayed stagnant and is eight eight seven, so consistent. And Lockie didn't submit uh, rounds for an update, and is still at eight seven nine. But uh, there was some movement. There were some players that uh, made it into that bracket, and there were some players that dropped down into that bracket. And uh, we definitely need to reconsider our throwers three. Uh, I've got some. I've got a suggestion. I've got a thought in that space.
0: Oh, definitely. So hit us with your thought.
2: So uh, for me, um, uh, obviously a good friend of the show uh, and a janky golfer who has just maybe had a bit of a hiccup in his golfing career has found himself at at an 8.96 rated player, and I think he slots in there. And for me, unfortunately, Lockie has to make way and Jacob Cruden comes in to the Thrallers 3.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think they were doubles partners in um, in the match play thing. So it would be interesting to see who carried who during that. But uh, for mine, I'm taking Jacob over uh, over Lockie any day. So I, I've got to push him in, kick him out, uh, if, if for no other reason but to highlight the fact that Jacob is now a sub-900 disc golfer. <laughs> it, is, is, it is very important to get him in the throwers three for that more above anything else, but he is uh, also a, a very handy disc golfer. And as you said, it's a, a bit of a hiccup in a patch where he hasn't played much disc golf either. So the, I'm, I'm sure his rounds counted aren't very high. Welcome to the club, Jacob.
2: Um, Let's moving, mo- moving along. We, uh, we, and I've put this out on socials, uh, our bracket today is definitely going to be the sub-800 club. Pretty popular club ar- amongst some of the Eagles. Um, and, yeah, I've got, I've got three players that I would like to see uh, in our sub-800 club.
0: Yeah, hit me with your three. Who, who have you got?
2: All right. So um, I think there's one. There's We're going to have an overlap with at least one of these, and I'll start with him first. There's someone that uh, has gone up. Uh, in the latest rating update. It's gone up in the last few rating updates, which is all up up and down, but a few couple of ups. He's definitely on the upward trend, this man. Again, another big friend of the show, but Ash Wiedner finds himself as a 799 golfer. You can't have this bracket and not have Ash in there, surely.
0: I uh, completely agree with you. He's number one on my list as well. Um, yeah, very close to not being eligible anymore, but while he is, he, he's he's my man.
2: Excellent. Excellent. All right. Uh, again, we would like to see people graduate from this bracket, but uh, maybe they will wait. Maybe they won't. My number two is uh, a good friend of mine personally, also a colleague, New to the game, i found room for Riley Maple as my number two as a 796 golfer.
0: Mm, interesting. Yeah, he's he's not in mind, so we'll, we'll have to have a discussion on that. Who have you got for your third?
2: And my third, I uh, uh, don't know if he's a listener. I do hope he is, uh, but he gets around our socials a little bit. Uh, Going to butcher this last name, but I've got Reese Circuit as my third from Ballarat.
0: Yeah, he's definitely on my list as well um yeah he plays a lot of tournaments and i'd back reese in over most all of the other sub 800 guys there is so yeah reese in for me as well okay who was your who was your other one so my third was uh ash b ash b so, oh battle of yeah, the melton one of the, yeah one of the melton guys as well and my logic behind it was if you check out his metrics rating he's an eight two two metrics rating guy so i don't think he has played enough pdj tournaments to accurately le- reflect in his rating where he currently is so i think he's a man on the rise and i think we need to capture him before he slips
2: okay okay let's uh you're making me scramble here but i'm going to jump into metrics and let's
0: see if i can find riley's metrics do you know riley's metrics off the top of your head no i didn't didn't uh didn't look into riley sorry i saw i saw my three and and i stuck to to my guns, my initial thought. All
2: right, Riley Maple. Oh, this hurts.
0: Uh, Riley. <laughs> what's his metrics rating? Seven four two. I mean, I just can't abide by that, so All right. I, I think they play more metrics rounds than they do PDJ rounds. So one one guy's getting it done one guy isn't. Okay.
2: Yeah, no, nah, fair. What's your what's your argument? No, no, you're done. Uh you you win. Ash B in. Riley Riley out and we have our three.
0: Love it. I hope they're both at the next social day so we can uh, see how that goes.
2: <laughs> awesome. Uh, what was Ashby's rating? Uh, a PDJ, sorry. sorry.
0: Uh, 7.89. 7.89. Boom.
2: Love that. All right. Good. Good chat. Good negotiations. Uh, good throwers. three. The sub 800 club. They, 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 there's some slingers in there. And what I will say about Ash, he was going to be my honourable mention. Um, he shot his PB at Melton the other day, a cool neg seven
0: oh wow that's uh five better than my current best at melton so <laughs> I'm, I'm very impressed with that yeah
2: so that
0: is a good yeah there's surely some future graduates surely um so we did mention that it is ratings update day yes um or it was how did you fare oh, all, all square in love loving war uh flatlined what about you uh, yep. For three months in a row, the exact same rating and no, like rounds coming in and out in all three of those months. Yeah. So different amounts of rounds counted every single time, and I still can't shake it. So nine eleven. That's where I'm at. Uh,
2: consistent. You are you are quickly becoming Mister Consistent. I've said this on the podcast last rating update, and here we are again. And I have to re- reiterate, um. I've gone in. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I'm not sure how much our listeners love it, but I have gone and done some standard deviation maths. Do you want to hear it? Oh, of course I do. Fuck the listeners. <laughs> Good. You have got me covered comfortably in a standard deviation situation. So your standard deviation is 27.8. Mine is 37.5. So you have got me covered by nearly 10 uh, rating points there. What that equates to is if a rating's 70 points, around is 70 points below your rating, it won't count in a future update. So if you
0: shoot- Ooh, I like if that. If you shoot an- I'm playing Invalid this weekend, let's go. <laughs> if you shoot
2: an 840, it won't count. Um, where I have to go a 93 away from my um, rating for it not to count. And so basically your standard deviation becomes redundant. I've said this before, at 40- it's redundant at 40 because the rule is already if it's more than 100 points below, it won't count. So, I'm, I'm approaching redundancy when it comes to my standard deviation, which hurts to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not like you at all. No. And like to really exaggerate how bad my standard deviation is at the moment, I thought, right, surely I've got Dazza covered. Dazza's, <laughs> like we've all seen how Dazza's been playing recently. Thousand rated He's a wild man. Thousand rated golf, eight hundred rated golf. Thousand rated golf, eight hundred rated golf. Anyway, I'll reiterate my standard deviation thirty seven. His thirty eight. I'm only one off Daz. Big. Big.
0: <laughs> Very big. Yeah. Yo, know, I'm just having a look in my last uh ten ratings updates. Uh there is three points difference. Between my best and my worst. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Ended last year at nine eleven. I'm currently at nine eleven. Um that's my low for the year and my high was nine fourteen. So um I've really slotted into a nice groove of just averageness. A lot of uh not good enough drive upshot pars is is where I'm living <laughs> and and it shows.
2: Um, so we had a listener message in um, and, you know, they asked if I'm the most consistent disc golfer. And I think I've debunked that there. And I, I rhetoric to the listener to just say, no, I've just hit the hardest plateau in Australian disc golf. Um, I reached 9.54 in February, 2022. And I, I just, it could not have been a thicker wall. Um, you know, two 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 and a half years later, I'm, you know, I'm 955. I'm one up on that
0: <laughs> uh, in two Could and a half have years. not being a fickle wall. That's so good.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, I love that. And in more sad news for you, you are no longer on the first page of Australia's PDJ top, whatever it is, 25.
2: Yeah, I didn't even bother trying to get funky with filters, um, and trying to sneak on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm not on there.
0: No, nah, I went active Australia. No, nah, you're not on there. No good. No good. Nah. Any uh, any sneakies you've seen have popped popped on?
2: Uh yeah, I'm gonna keep a couple up my sleeve for um my okay, for okay. my spotlight.
0: Nah, sounds good. Yeah. Sounds very good. One name I've just seen, and I need to have a closer look at. Uh, yeah, Chris Hill, down 80. Chili. nice guy. Down eight, sorry. Oh. Uh, very nice guy, but he's he's been dropping. He's been lacking lately. So, ever since his, his high last year at Nationals, coming in just behind um, old mate from the States. Um, Drew Gibson. Yeah, he's – yeah, Drew Gibson. He just hasn't done much, so um, – He's one to keep an eye on.
2: Uh, Speaking of the Hill, um, I'll go to his brother. I assume their brother is Matt Hill. Um, Is he he a late pullout of Nationals?
0: Uh, I have no idea. Was he ever in Nationals? He definitely was.
2: Cheekily signed up for MA1. Um, You know, as someone who's obviously like top 10 rated player in Australia, was definitely registered for MA1. But when I looked the other day, he was no longer on that list.
0: Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. There you go. That's good news for me. Mm. It means I'll come uh, uh, 18th instead of 19th. <laughs> Possib- possibly. <laughs> well, he, he still signed up for uh, MA1 at in Inverly. There you go. So yeah, that's that's gonna do plenty for me. Um. So yeah, Inverly. We uh, not a very elegant segue, but uh, that's coming up. <laughs> this weekend and uh, i'm pretty excited for it we've got a max capacity 72 players and uh should be should be good We one round on the golds and one round on the whites i don't see your name on there which is strange because it's a one-day tournament what happened there
2: uh don't know don't know it was i think it was all announced very much around the 9th of may with theo popping out so I, I just wasn't, disc golf wasn't really heavily on my radar. I am now definitely got FOMO, um, but that's okay. Um, I probably also had Street League in the back of my mind, like a future Chris Ronalds new Street League was going to exist, and I struggled to do both this weekend.
0: Yeah, that must be it. Yep. <laughs> so there's one massive thing that stands out above anything else that's happening. Uh, I see a name... We mentioned it earlier when we were having a chat with Sawyer. Uh, David Perry is allegedly playing disc golf this weekend. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I know. Me too, right? But it'd be exciting if he does. the The man used to be able to sling. He's the second highest rated disc golfer in Australia, allegedly. Right. Uh, so it'd be yeah, it'd be good to see him out there.
2: It's his for the win. Uh, is another way of saying that. Um, if he still remembers how to throw frisbees,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what else? So, what do you think would be your tip for the MPO guys? It's a, it's going to be a tough, tough field, I think.
2: Uh, yes, I'm going to go with a Smokey uh, to pop off, make lead card, maybe even you know shake it up a little bit at the top. But I'm going to go with Ryan Michelle. I know he, mm.
0: he he puts a
2: lot of work in at Inverly. Um, a lot of work in at Inverly. So I'm going to go with Ryan Michelle. Um, and, uh, you know, with Leo Dykes is on the up and up and up, and I, I hope he has another good event as well.
0: Yeah, the Leo versus Tim battle is going to be exciting, I think, after the Throller's non-inventational and seeing how that came down to the final hole. Timmy B in his own backyard is going to be very hard to tip against. But uh, if actual David Perry shows up, then I assume he wins because that's a fair discrepancy. But if he doesn't, then I don't know. My man, Gareth, who has just been on a tear lately, just destroying everyone. He had another win last weekend at um, whatever event they had. I can't remember now. And he's decided to step up to the big boys and play in open. And I reckon he's going to definitely have a top three finish. Love them. that. That's that's my. He's not exactly smoky. He's the fourth highest rated player, but um, yeah, I, I see him sneaking into the top three. Either yeah, one of those, one of Dave, Tim, or Leo doesn't make it, and your man uh, Ryan Michelle's is definitely not going to make it.
2: Well, it's uh, Gareth's first time playing MPO, is it not?
0: It is. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. You guys, you guys are nothing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about the division yeah. everyone cares about? Normally, what about MA One? Who's taking that out? That that's a battle.
0: Well, I, I mean, Marcus is just a lot better than us. So <laughs> I just don't. I don't see a world in which I beat him. Uh, I can't seem to beat Nathan Parrish at all anymore, and Seb's better than me. So it's looking real struggly here. There's there's five in it. And either myself or Mark Hardy are not going to make that lead card. Um, but, yeah, I've got Marcus winning. He's just too good. He, he had another amazing performance on the weekend at um, Bald Hill.
2: Yeah, he did. He is very good. Um, he is someone that has, if he has metrics rounds at all three uh, areas for club champs, he would possibly knock me off my perch, I think. he's uh, His best golf He's very good um yeah yeah it's a battle for second potentially i think that as well
0: yeah for sure and yeah that that's up in the air like the Seb and nath and i had a pretty good battle in um bendigo not too long ago and it was pretty close so and anything can happen in Invalid. that place is a, a nightmare but if i throw very, very crooked like I did on the weekend. I'll be screwed. But if I can get back to throwing straight, then uh, the FD in buzzers will have me in good stead. Oh, look. Second, second place could look pretty good. Looking
2: forward to uh, seeing how some of those gold scores shake out over the weekend.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, FA1 battle has got me pretty interested. I know it's only two, but Emma and Georgia seem to just go back and forth. One wins one. The other wins one. Bang, 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 bang. And... Uh, I've got it in my head that the last time they battled, uh, Georgia got the chocolates, I think, in um, Ballarat. So I've got Emma taking this one out.
2: Fair enough. Um, I think with Je- Emma residing down in Geelong, surely she's got a few sneaky rounds down at Inverleigh in a- under her belt. So I'm also going to back in Emma.
0: Nice. And then we've got uh, Big Sam Stoyer, our man, who... Recently jumped up to nine ten. He is him and I are basically the same. Apparently, nine point swing for him. Uh, he's looking pretty hot for Ma two. I think. Yeah. Uh, but Ben Hicks, who's a local, but no, uh, I'm I'm backing uh, Sammy Boy to keep hot and take it down.
2: I see that. I see that. Uh, Tommy Jankar, he's going to be looking to uh, continue to be on the rise as well. Um Ben yeah, Ben Hicks is a local, plays that track a lot, but uh Stoya just has been on a tear since he's come back, so surely he
0: gets it done. Nice. And then what about MA three? M A three is a spicy one always. Yep. I'm uh I'm looking I'm looking at Mitch Evers directions. Uh, I'm feeling something special from him this weekend.
2: Okay, okay, I'm going, I'm, was not going to go in that direction, but it's the division that allows you to go random. I'm going to go Matt Hunter.
0: Oh, okay, Ballarat yeah, boy. Yeah, the Ballarat guy. Hmm, nice, all right, sounds good. And then, uh, MA4, we got a, we got plenty to choose from there. Hot, hot division, that one.
2: Uh, a few that were up for grabs uh, in our Thrallers 3, and I see Reese's name there, um, Oh yeah, go on, pick yeah.
0: It would be it would be remiss of me not to take Reese. We've just backed him into yeah. the throlers three. He's definitely going to roll these other chumps. If he doesn't, then we need to we need to have a pretty good con- <laughs> rethink on. I'm going to go for Mark Rifle. <laughs> nice, you're just making them up now, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. And then uh, we got the the. Hot battle between Maddie Pearsall and Don Carter. Oh man, the Webbers in there as well, but I don't think they nope. can stand up to these two big boys nope. in uh, MJ fifteen. I uh, I think Don's on the rise. Uh, Maddie had that spicy little few holes on the weekend, but um, yeah, I reckon Don gets it done.
2: So do I. He uh, he, yeah, Don gets it done. Agreed. Nice.
0: All right. So from one tournament that you're not playing to another tournament that you're not playing. Okay. Uh, I, I got an email today that you wouldn't have, because once again, you're not playing from the crew at Mount Gambia. And it's mostly just, uh, you know, Hey, this is a rough guide. Can people keep coming out? da, 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 da. But, the number one thing of note in this email is they have some exciting updates and changes to the course layout. So hole one this year will be last year's hole four. So I think if you remember from the last time you played it, hole one was that little dinker, yep. and then, then two's the two bomber,
2: threes across the water, yeah. and then fours yeah. over in the other corner. Yep,
0: that technical par four. Yeah. So tough start with that the technical par four with OB on the left and a bunch of crap on the right and uh, that can mess people up. But more importantly, more importantly, it changes the orientation that now the par five is now hole seventeen, and then the over the water, the you can be a hero is now hole eighteen. Oft. <laughs> that gets me excited. Yeah. How many people now are going to be tempted to try and attack that pin, knowing full well they won't get it, but just because they've gone, oh, no, I've actually I've been slinging a few today, the arm's feeling good, I'm 17 holes down, I got this. How many lost this are you predicting?
2: Uh, is Maddie Buckets playing?
0: <laughs> Probably.
2: There's going to be a few then, isn't there?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm keen to see, uh, yeah, see how that shakes out. That gets me very excited. I think that sets then, up really um, well
2: for how the, um, you know, the players' center facilities will be. Knowing how that park sets up in that corner, I think that's a good orientation change for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a good, good car park down there. We're kind of away from everyone, so that that's a good spot. Yeah. Uh, and then they got a new hole, um, hole 15 which will replace hole 18 from last year, which I think is a smart move because that hole was a little bit problematic. Um, the shots they wanted you to make, people were trying to avoid doing it by dicking around with OB. And then some people could do the big eagle play, so there was big backups waiting for it all. and So I think it was smart. Just, um, yeah, get rid of that one. Bring in a new hole. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. I can't wait.
2: I also can't wait to watch Live Scores.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice.
0: Oh, very nice. All right, so we put out the call last episode for uh, ratings volunteers to help us with uh, Farron. Yes, we did. And uh, we got we got some. We did. We got some help, didn't we?
2: We certainly did.
0: And uh, it was great. I, I love this. I think we need to do this for every single person now. Yes. So that we can, um, mostly just look at the funny responses
2: and be defensible as well. And just be like, we're not the ones going hard after Farron today.
0: (laughs) See, see that part doesn't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So we surely by now, if you're listening, you know what's going on. So we're not going to go into what's what, but, um, yeah, you want to you kick us off with uh, driving for Farrell? Sure, and then you'll be able to pick up
2: on who I'm using, and then you'll go with. Easy, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that. And then we also need to. Yeah, let it- We need to think of. Oh, no, we've got the special. we got the special. All category. right, sweet. All right, I'm ready to go. Driving. All right, so thanks to this guest, uh, Voter. Driving has to be a 3.5. It's solid, and it's getting better. Um, there is forehand and backhand. Um, not much else to say, hence why it's a 3.5.
0: Uh, yep, my guy gave him a four, and I agree with it after playing with him uh, on the weekend. So, if you remember hole four at Werribee, the one sort of along the creek, and you got to go you know, either tight, straight line between those trees you don't want to be in and all the trees on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Creek Long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he, Farron just stepped up and just little flick, little flick are high over all those trees. To the point where he went too far, he went OB long. And uh, that impressed me greatly. I think that's that's some very strong forehand power that not too many people at the club have. So that's good enough for me to give it a four.
2: Beautiful. Uh, that rounds up in our category. Good stuff for Farron. Uh, do you want to go next with putting or do you want me to go for next?
0: Yeah, no, I'll go putting. Uh, uh, our special guest gave him a three and I think I agree with that as well. Like I said... If he had a putted better, he could have closed me out last week, I think. Uh, But he didn't. So he gets a three. They say not a bad putter, but nothing special. Has his good days, his bad days like anyone else. That puts you right there in the middle. That's a three. Um, My guy said 2.5. So it's uh, definitely worked twice in his
2: favor at this stage. Um, Sometimes amazing, sometimes horrible. Right. That's why I've landed in the middle at 2.5. But in our system, that gets a three. (laughs)
0: <laughs> excellent uh mental game what do we got All right so
2: my guy's gone with three much better since he took a few weeks break after rage quitting on the last hole of a social day three
0: <laughs> yeah i love that i did hear this story actually <laughs> uh i can't remember when i heard it but i heard it pretty recently uh my has gone to two uh, and his comment as well is left midway through a social day because he missed the putt proceeded to take a month long break from disc golf <laughs> you know, to be fair he's come back much more mentally strong but anyone who does that can't get better than a 2 he you goes know, oh yeah he also leaves his casual rounds early or deletes his UDIS scorecard sometimes when playing bad so the the anonymous listeners are coming out firing mm-hmm.
2: Love that. So that works out as two point five in our system, uh, and based on the, that information,
0: that sounds fair. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good get. <laughs> the uh, the month long break from disc golf after the rage quitting is hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, card vibes. Um, I've got a I've got a four from my my guest. Uh, fun to play with, uh, especially loves playing with him Tuesday doubles. That might be a clue as who we are voting here um he has the ability to get through a round oh and sometimes he has the ability to get through a round uh oh no i I see what i'm misreading then
0: yeah 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 don't worry about that i'll
2: hold that off uh sorry i'll leave it as a four
0: nice uh yeah my guy's going to 4.5 i've only had one round with him but it was fun mostly because uh i was beating him and i enjoyed that uh so i'll just i'll just stick with that this person knows him a lot better 4.5 card vibes
2: Boom! All right, uh, that is, it's not bad, Farron. Not bad at all. Uh, at, with mm. one category left to go, he is sitting on fourteen.
0: Ooh, that's a that's a thick spot of our uh, of our grouping. Everyone seems to end up roughly there. So our special category, uh, as suggested by one of the guest judges, uh, and it's fantastic, is ability to get through his casual round. Without chemical stimulants, and with a asterix, he has a prescription. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've seen I've seen the prescription container, so I know for a fact he has a prescription. But yeah, ability to get through his casual rounds without chem- chemical stil- stimulants. Um, I've only seen him at two casual rounds, and at, he is two from two on the chemical stimulants so um i've got to go probably with a zero
2: okay well my guy has come in with a 0.5 um so you must have seen him play maybe half a round without stimulants um (laughs) there you go so um there you go i mean it's clouding my judgment uh a couple of times my first interaction with uh farron was outrageously positive he's circled me out i've maybe told this story on the pod before come and found me out of nowhere never met the man he's like are you chris i'm like yep and he's like you're fucking amazing man you're sick at disc golf and i was humbled so humbled but um if those judgments were enhanced by stimulants i'm less humbled
0: no, no, he's not like that. <laughs> no, it was good. Uh, it's funny, though, that the very next interaction you had was you giving him a nod. Like. <laughs> that probably didn't work in my favor. Um, so what's his uh, final time?
2: 14.5. 14.5, that's not bad. Not bad. I'm just jumping over to the leaderboard. Where does that fit him? Puts him right in between uh, Pat the retired tree and uh, Brett, to be confirmed, nicknames evil.
0: There you go. All right. Not a bad place to be. Not a
2: bad place to be.
0: All right. So we've got to finish this off with a spotlight, not light. If you have them, I don't know if I've got
2: much. I don't have a not light. I don't have a not light, but I do have spotlights with an honorable mention. So my honorable mention spotlight goes to, oh, where did I write these down? Yes, I write things down. Okay. My honorable mention spotlight goes to Rubenberg. Um, another jump in the ratings update he is now a 965 golfer Um, epic effort look forward to seeing how he goes at Inverly actually on the weekend even against the open boys that guy can sling but my actual spotlight has to go to um, our rival our friend Tim Bowen 966 rated golfer that is now his highest ever rating as a disc golfer surpassing his uh previous coronavirus bubble we all had a coronavirus bubble there for a while um he's gone up 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 and he puts in the work and it's paying off and he he deserves a spotlight
0: nice sounds good um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really have anything. We did it on Saturday, and uh, there's not much I've seen since then. But on, I'm having a look at the ratings page you're looking at. And uh, right there on 966, same as Timmy Bohan, same as Chris Finn, is much lesser known Sean Archer. Uh, good friend of mine. Love playing rounds with Sean. Uh, used to be MA2 boys together, and then he got good. But he's only got one round in this year, one uh, Jasmine Jam CTR, and he got fifth place. I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I can justify seeing his name on that page. So he gets. Uh, he gets a not live from me, Shawnee. Mate, what's going on? Get out there and throw some discs.
2: Good. I like that. Fair enough. Boom. Never know who you're gonna get.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, oh, you don't have a not live. Nah, lot, do don't you? have one. Don't have one. All right, well, I'll go uh, – it's all going to be ratings based because we've got nothing else going on. But uh, I've just seen Abra Garfield, a uh, friend of ours. He has jumped up seven seven ratings points. He's a 972 rated disc golfer now. Did you know that? Oh, that's tasty. Nice work, Abra. He, I was
2: yeah. searching for – it's crazy you spotted him because when you were talking about prescription, uh, I was like, oh, I feel like uh, our friend in Queensland might be uh, on that bandwagon as well. And there you go. Look what it can do, 972 golfer.
0: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we better round that out before we get ourselves into trouble, Yeah, you? I think so. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Peace, Peace. out.